1: What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void
0: Horror podcast. That's
1: right. Today is episode one thirty-seven, and we're going to be finishing off the wreck series, or record, whatever you prefer. It's wreck, though. Record. You better respect yourself before you rec- record right, yourself. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got some thoughts about this. Like the whole series is called record or wreck, based on recording. And uh, does the movie stay true to the name? We'll be talking about that after we get both of these movies done. So today we're going to be talking about Record or Wreck 3, which is Genesis. And we're also talking about
0: Record 4 Apocalypse. That's
1: right. So for those of you who haven't seen these yet, we'll be doing our spoiler free like we normally do in the beginning, and then we'll let you know when the spoilers kick in. So if you want to check these out, you can. Uh, just as a note, uh, they do have part four up on Prime. The third one is going to be a little bit harder to track down. Uh, I think you can you can buy it digitally, but it's like twelve bucks. Surprising, right?
0: I didn't even come up for me to buy digitally.
1: Really? It was just last week. It's weird. Yeah. What the fuck? What's
0: going on? It's like they hear everything and they're like, ha, bitch.
1: I wonder why. And maybe that's because they're like trying to make their money back on the like DVDs or whatever that they were making. I don't know. I, I think this is a pretty popular franchise, enough for people to have bought the series, so. But what about you? How have you been doing? What's going on with you this week?
0: Um, I have nothing going on this week.
1: Really? I'm I'm going to see Endgame tomorrow morning. Whoop-de-doo. I'll be the latest one of the latest people to go see it. It's I'm like just what is
0: anxiously awaiting the next episode of Game of Thrones. So <laughs>
1: I'm like one of the people that everybody always complains about because I just haven't seen it, but everybody talks about it, and I'm not welcome in their little club, you know. Like, I mean,
0: as long as you don't give me shit for liking the TV show, I don't care.
1: I've heard some people say it's like the the most overrated TV show ever.
0: Yeah, they're full shit.
1: I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it seems like a lot of people like it. They're
0: very, very, very wrong.
1: (laughs) I wasn't into you know that show, the vampire one, where they were like True Blood. Yeah, I was never into it. I I couldn't get into it.
0: Two, three, two-ish, maybe three seasons, and then it just gets fucking weird.
1: Really, it's stupid. So, dude, like, Endgame has got like—I don't even know how much it is right now, but I'm sure it's like going to be like two billion when it's all said and done.
0: So this, isn't this like the highest-grossing superhero movie?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's the the fastest um, made or money made on on a, a weekend. Really? But I think it might outdo Avatar, which apparently. Is I A uh, bunch of
0: shit out did Avatar already.
1: By the way, guys, we're changing Netflix. it to Beyond the Shield, um, the name of the podcast. This will be we'll,
0: my last episode.
1: Yeah, we're going to be doing no more. we Are we going to be doing horror? But we are going to be talking about nonstop the majestic nature of superheroes. Yeah,
0: this is where I leave you all. And I
1: hope you guys will join us on our fake adventure that we're not really doing. Surprise! I was like, Bye. Beyond the Shield does a quick uh, it's not bad. little snap, little snappy name there. Anyway, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump right into our Flesh and Potatoes. We already did our horror shot this week for the franchise. I like to do one shot for the franchise because it seems a little redundant. You know what I mean? So if you guys would like to check out our La Sangre de Mederos, all you have to do is go to Long Live the Void and check out our hashtag horror shot section. But now we're going to jump into finishing off the Wreck franchise with parts three and four right all right guys so we're back and we're gonna jump into record three genesis
0: why is it called genesis that's what i don't understand
1: they didn't really explain that
0: like an I mean, it's cool, but it's also stupid.
1: They didn't really explain it, but I have some ideas on it. We'll talk about it during the thing. This movie, Genesis, came out in 2012. So the story of this movie is a couple's wedding day turns horrific as some of the guests start showing signs of a strange illness. It's called love. (laughs) Love is a strange (laughs) illness. This movie was directed by Paco Plaza who is also directed uh, co-directed part one and two of Wreck and this time decided to opt to do his own version. Uh, More on that later. Paco Plaza has actually, just to give you guys a quick reference, he also directed the movie Veronica that's up on Netflix. Um, Some of the writers for this movie are Luiso Bardejo. Paco Plaza, of course, also did the screenplay on this and it's based off the story which he wrote as well. Some of the actors in this movie are leticia dolera who is been in many other films including veronica which he also directed sweet home kamikaze she was in an episode of penny dreadful as the lady at the seance <laughs> yeah I, I never watched that show by the oh, way good. it's good uh she was also in a movie called Inderiso, keno imago mortis And many others. Uh, Also stars Diego Martin, who is the groom. He was in many other films as well, including he was in Amigos. He was also in People in Places. (laughs) Nino Robados, a TV miniseries. We Need to Talk, Keep Going, Empowered, which it looks like a superhero kind of thing. And many more. And by the way. Leticia Dolero is the, the bride of the movie, by the way, I forgot to mention. It also stars Alex Moner, who plays Adrian. He's one of the cousins of the groomsmen. Uh, he's been in, in plenty of movies. Two, the Red Band Society TV show, La Fosa, Summer Camp from 2015, The Next Skin, and A Thief's Daughter. It also stars Ishmael Martinez, who is Rafa in this movie. He's been in a movie called The Maiden's Conspiracy, Divinos, Planta 25, a TV series. He's also in Hyenas, Eye for an Eye, and many more. One of my favorite characters is Borja Gleis Santaolala. I think that's how you say it. He (laughs) plays Atun. The camera guy, which I I don't know, for whatever reason, I have a thing about him, um, but he actually has been a writer for the most part. Uh, he's actually written stuff like Love and Difficult Times, a TV series, uh, a movie called Way Down, and Hazte Amigo de las Gordas, which is a short. Um, this is his only starring role. Uh, We're well, not starring, but role and many more people. The budget for this movie was 5 million euros, about 6.4 billion dollars. It made about 10.1 million at the box office, believe it or not. Um, so, Brittany, what would you say about this next adventure in the Wreck franchise, the part three Genesis?
0: I, I had fun with this movie, to be honest.
1: Yeah, okay. And like,
0: it's very much, I feel like this is very much like it, its own entity. It's kind of its own movie in general. Ties in a little bit to the other three, but not really... I don't. I don't know. I feel like you could watch this on its own and feel like it. You don't need any other context from mm. the other films. Okay. But this one's fun. Like it, we get a pretty decent upgrade as far as like how everything looks. Like I feel like everything just looks more elevated,
1: more polished, more
0: polished. Okay. Yeah, just like a lot more clean camera work. Um, pretty strong acting for the most part. Not that there wasn't good acting in the other movies, but sure. Uh, we get a lot more fucking zombie demon creatures. Right. Like a lot more in right. this one, and there's a lot more detail to them too. You there's think? A, I think so. Like okay. I, I I thought there was a lot anyway. There's a lot more gore, I feel like, in this too. Okay. Um, at least there's like a decent amount of it and it's fun. Oh yeah. Like this movie's absolutely fucking ridiculous, but it's it's really cool. And it's not an original storyline like whatsoever, but at the same time, like
1: kinda. It, is. it kind of is.
0: Like and it, it's it starts out pretty cool too, which is what I like. How it starts out this like fine foot found footage of like people recording shit on their phones or like their own camcorders of this wedding. Sure. And shit, right? And it's, it starts out kind of cute and sweet and innocent, and then it just, like all hell fucking breaks loose. Like, I didn't feel bored at really any point watching this movie. Like it was a fun ride from the beginning to the end for me. And it's okay. kind of a sweet little, like, weird love story. Mm-hmm. And I luck, I really like the makeup work in this as well. Okay. Um, especially, um, one of the characters transitions in yes. particular was absolutely fucking. I think incredible. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it was just it was beautiful at
1: the end, right? Yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely stunning. Yeah, it was just stunning fucking makeup work overall, and sh- oh, I actually shit. said
1: some similar things here in that note I mean, about that part. It, yeah,
0: it's just, it's beautiful. Like that yeah. transition is just very seamless and spot fucking on and it's so cool and i I actually really even though it's like this weird kind of like love story and sappy and stupid like i did like how it ended it was kind of it was really sad but also sweet right um at the same time but it was still really cool fucked up little film so okay i and i actually really liked it
1: so what things do you think is different about it from the other two like, without spoiling?
0: I, no, honestly, like, I just feel like you could sit down and watch this movie and have no idea it's related to any other movies. Like, okay. any of the other movies in the franchise. Well, I just
1: mean tonally, or like, uh, how would you compare yeah. it? Like, what makes it different enough that it could stand on its own, not just because of the story?
0: Uh, I feel... I don't know. Like, that's to me, that's what makes it stand out on its own, Is it's, it feels like it's its own story. It doesn't okay. feel like it's connected really at all. Well, a lot of people like have complaints it about it. Like, I see where it is connected, has subtle connections or whatever to the other films. But to me, this is this, if I pick this off of a random, you know, I was sitting on Netflix one day and scrolled through it, and this was there, and the other movies weren't, and I was like, fuck it, I'll watch this, and maybe I didn't notice that there was, like, a part 3 Mm-hmm. I could just watch this, or if someone had this on, I would never have known it's part of a, an already existing franchise. Okay. You know what I mean? It, like, it just feels like its own movie. Okay. um, And just tonally, throughout the, the whole film, I, I, I like how it feels, too. Like, the others feel very... It's all very fast-paced, and... I don't know, you don't... I never really felt much um, hope, I guess, for any of the characters in the other movies. Okay. Whereas this one, they've played a little bit... Like, played a lot differently. Okay. Especially, like, towards the end. Like, you you get this, like, happy... Like, a lot of, like, kind of happy, like, fun moments in this. And you right. get, like, one in particular where it builds you up and you feel like you're going to get this, like, happy-ish ending.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
0: happier ending in comparison to the other movies. And then they're just like, ha-ha, fuck you. Right. Psych and... It's fun and I I don't know, I, I kinda liked what they did with the demon creatures in this as well, with that priest character and stuff. It was interesting. I mean it has its flaws too, but I overall I actually like pretty thoroughly enjoyed this. It's it's a fun little movie. It's a little ridiculous, but Okay. Can't be kind of fun, but I mean I'm not gonna complain about it. So well,
1: when I first saw this um movie, it was you know, I was kind of anticipating it because I was a fan of the first two, obviously. But I I quickly realized when you start to watch the movie that it has almost like a different tone about after the first half. Like it just like kinda switches.
0: Well, and it's not it switches from being found footage to not at all
1: well I don't mean that I just mean tonally, it becomes a different style movie than the first two and there are a lot of silly moments in this movie compared to the original first two um, like intentionally silly not like like oh it's funny because it's weird you know what I mean yeah for me it's just a little too silly for it to not be some sort of a comedy like some version of a comedy um, even if it's not like the first part of it it's not labeled as I wouldn't label it a comedy, but it definitely has a lot of comedic beats in it. Um, still, I wouldn't let that scare some of you guys away if you're fans of the tone of the first two films. I'm sure a plenty of rec fans out there were probably either convulsing from it not being a scary movie or probably even you know, the fact that the whole movie isn't shot on video in the traditional found footage way, one hundred percent, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure of it. So and I've seen it, like, and I'm sure I'll see more of it once we post this to see what people think. But there's a there's literally a scene in the movie where they like kick the camera to let you know, hey, you know, so it's like almost like it's to say now we're going to tell you the story the right way. And maybe that was Paco Plaza's way of saying we don't want to only do found footage or maybe he wanted to appease people who weren't fans of found footage kind of films to kind of like expand his skill set. I don't know. (laughs) Um, There is some trivia on that, though, that I will get into. But I wrote this, of course, before. You know, I actually did the research. So <laughs> for me, none of that really bothered me, though. Um, and and well, maybe I should take that back a little bit. It did a little at first when I first started watching this movie the first time ever. Not this time, but the first time ever. Uh, I was still happy seeing more of the franchise's concept and the extra gore scenes were pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, the lead actress is pretty fucking gorgeous.
0: She is fucking gorgeous, and, man. And, and,
1: and she's kind of a badass in this film, so that's like oh yeah, the best case scenario.
0: Anyone that wields a chainsaw is after my own heart.
1: Well, she's got. I was talking about this to Christina earlier. She's got short hair, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is about short hair that just just like drives like me crazy. Ear, short yeah, short hair guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, get I don't that. know. I don't know why. There's, just there's... I think it's because it shows the girl's neck.
0: That's exactly what it is. It's usually what it is. Like dudes that like girls with short hairs because they like necks and collarbones.
1: Well, Christina was like, well, that's how you met me. And I was like, with short hair and skinny. And she was like, that's what you like, huh? And I was like... I was like, that's so funny because that girl
0: reminds me of Christina. A little bit, right? Like a lot. Yeah, like she's just
1: like, I was like thinking back, like, because, you know, we're older now, you know, (laughs) but we were talking about it. And I was like, I want to let you know, I'm going to say that this girl's gorgeous. And I'm sure you don't mind, right? She was like, no, I I actually think she's gorgeous too. No, she's fucking hot. So and she was like, I actually wish I could look like like her hair and shit like that. And I was like, that's funny,
0: but yeah, not there, a lot of people can pull off that hairstyle.
1: Yeah, um, there are a few gripes though. I do have with this movie though, guys. And and for one, right off the bat, when the zombie creatures finally do kick off, it's cool. It's awesome. Like in those intimate moments, like or in the like rush that you get, it's all great there but there's just little pieces that are kind of thrown in there to make you give you this atmosphere of zombies being everywhere sort of thing that, I don't know. It just felt like they weren't very unique in some degree and how they moved was, it was kind of like they were just zombies.
0: Well, it's all very cliche zombies. Yeah. It's, it's right. not, it's not a, there's no demon aspect really to that. Right.
1: And and I love the feralness of the first two movies. Right. Like, like that is what is intimidating and intense and, and really paints it, uh, you know, kind of a scary thing of these things. And they do get, you know, pretty rambunctious in this film and, but there are some more, Zombie esque versions that do kind of silly things rather than yeah you know I this don't know how to explain definitely it
0: definitely feels strictly zombie and not so much
1: demon. Right. And it sort of just kind of like piles on, you know, uh, just throws piles of them at you while focusing on other stuff more than the individual creatures. Um, They do focus on a few, I'm saying, but for the most part, it just felt like, let's just get through this sometimes. But, you know, it's kind of a bummer in some ways, but I am still a fan of it, and I was a fan of one or maybe two in this in particular of the zombies that uh, I thought were really good. I think the characters in this movie are pretty good, though. Like, they all are are you know likable, um, but a lot of them were very short-lived moments. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, the main actress, she's really cool. Like, I love her. I like a tune.
0: I like the husband.
1: I like... Well, my husband was okay. He was funny. He was just kind of, like, in the role.
0: I just, I can't with the fucking, like, knight armor.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's some pretty funny, silly moments in there with that. Just something about the generic feel of some of the zombies, though, to just bother me. Like, they were kind of, like, drunk. <laughs> yeah. Rather than being, ver- like, feral fucking creatures ready to kill you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see
0: what you're saying with that. Because they they are very... I don't know, like stereotypical zombie, like stupid.
1: Right, and I don't. I, I like yeah. that they're a little bit more intelligent, and it kind of like you know, like I don't, I didn't want them to be zombies. Yeah. I just
0: didn't like that they fell away from the demon aspect.
1: A lot of people I've talked to actually about Record One and Two have said that they didn't, they didn't really like the demon thing. Yeah, I. Like and that. I'm like, I oh. that was a different,
0: like, unique element.
1: Right. Also, while the film opted for a more cinematic approach. At the last half of the movie, it felt like it missed a lot of the creativity the first two had to me. It also loses a lot of the tension the first and even the second half, plus some of the dialogue was kind of too much. Uh, it's a very lighthearted version of record, so and it does take place at a fucking wedding. you know what I mean, so you kind of yeah, need it like in the there
0: family friendly version
1: right. It's like love to love. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, I do. I agree with you on that too, because I feel like one of the things that was so good and beneficial about the first two is that that um uh, claustrophobic feeling. Sure. Of the movies, like, and it's everything's so tight and small, and I don't know. There's not very many places to go.
1: Well, and there's some reasoning Whereas, why they wanted to do it this way.
0: This one, it's just like wide open spaces like you can go all over this giant mansion ranch thing and then there's sewers oh and i love buy- the setting there's so many options yeah the setting's fantastic but uh, it's it doesn't it's there's not as much buildup of tension because it's not a small right area like they have a, it's expanded out right and like now there's more of them because they're at a wedding so obviously it's all of their wedding party yeah. so it's a it's a lot of fucking people yeah but at this and then it's all the people that work there or whatever too but you what you Gain there, you sacrifice for tension and like actually building up any type of like.
1: There's definitely some emotional tenderness in this movie, yeah. And 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 they, I know why they did it. I mean, it all makes sense. But just coming from the first two, it is a little jarring for some people. I think if you just look at it in the same way Brittany kind of does, and just like kind of look at it its own thing, there are connections to the other one, and we'll get into that in the spoiler section. Um, but. You know, I still think even with all the few of the gripes that I've made and I know it sounds like, oh, you didn't like the movie or you didn't like the movie. Yeah, no, don't don't join any side just yet. (laughs) You know, they do rip the scary out of it for sure and kind of go for like a sort of a straight kind of action with gore touch of comedy and tenderness you know some of the comedy was fun but nothing uproarious to make you laugh extremely hard yeah you know I I still it was more like a situational where you're just like oh (laughs) that's silly you know like but I still enjoy this one and and I probably remember it fonder than the last time I watched it than this time I think but I still think it's a good film in the franchise and I think if you can give it a chance you'll find some bloody gory demon flavored fun in this one too uh Uh, minus the weird pickiness that i'm being you know the first two are pretty much the heart of the whole fucking franchise anyway in my opinion they're the fucking you know they're the main course for the most part and this is just kind of like the bloody fun treat that you have after dinner you know it's like the dessert i'd give it probably like a 6.5 out of 10 what did you give it i didn't what do you what would you give it
0: i probably the same that are yeah it, five it, it could
1: go seven and yeah, like, maybe like, I'm under undercutting it there
0: and a seven is like where I would go. It's so. definitely
1: a stark difference from the first two for me personally. It's probably, it's
0: visually, it's beautiful. So, oh, I, it is. Well, I really shot. Like that. It's very, very well shot. My biggest issue, I think, though, with the whole thing is like that tiny bitch cannot wield that chainsaw.
1: <laughs> well, I yeah, was thinking that,
0: that whole fucking time. I'm like that chainsaw weighs half or more than you do. It's not possible. That's yeah. I'm saying.
1: It, she talked about that in the making. She, of. I'm yeah, like that she has talked to be about like
0: made of balloon or something. No, like, there's no way in hell. We'll
1: talk about it.
0: Shits are heavy, and that's <laughs> a big one. Well, I mean, it's a massive fucking chainsaw.
1: Do you think you'd watch this one again? Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: I absolutely would watch this again.
1: It, anytime I watch this series, I would have no problem watching it again.
0: I wouldn't need feel the need to watch the other two before watching it. Like, I would just watch this on its own.
1: Okay. So do you like... So do you... Well, you said... What did you give the other ones? Like I
0: liked two the best.
1: Right. Do you so, like this better than two?
0: I think it's two, one, three for me. So I don't like this better than two, no.
1: Oh, okay. So, I like two better than so three. So two, one, three so far. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get into our spoiler section now, and there's some things I want to talk about in there uh, that that I want to bring up. So for those of you who have seen the movie, um, you might want to stick around for this, obviously. If you haven't seen the movie, you can always go down to the notes in our episode here and skip to our part four, Apocalypse, and we'll do a spoiler-free review on that, and I'll mark it down in the notes for you guys. So, But uh, spoilers on! So... Earmuffs. Did you catch any of the connections as to why this movie's connected to part one and two? (sighs) It's okay. I mean, I don't,
0: I don't remember. It's brief. I know that I recall, like it struck something with me, like when it happened, when I watched it. But at this point, I just, I don't remember it. I wrote them all down, all the specific It was very, they were all quick. Yeah. I remember being like, I think I remember more of it in the fourth one than I do.
1: Oh yeah. Well, they were pretty blatant about that yeah. one. Um, this one. Okay. So, so the connections that we have here is in the beginning, the uncle is like talking to Coldos, who is the groom. And he's like talking about it, like divorcing his aunt or something like that or whatever. And he's like really having fun. And then he lifts up his, his hand to wipe away the sweat from his head or something like that. While the cousin, the younger cousin is like filming him and he's like, uh, you know uncle what are you what's wrong with your hand like how did you hurt your hand he was like oh um, uh, I got bit I was at the clinic the dog clinic and I got bit by a dog from the oh. very first movie the same dog that the father went out took the vet took the dog to the vet okay is the same dog that bit him
0: yeah okay I totally forgot about that entirely yeah I didn't even catch that
1: so and so that connects it to the very first and second film technically really. okay so this is all happening at the same time chronologically this is all happening literally part three is happening while part one is yeah, happening it's the same day right it's actually same night mm-hmm. Yeah. so which is interesting I thought that was kind of cool like knowing that they don't make like huge comparisons here um, also there's a scene in the movie where Coldos is in the communications room or whatever where the intercom is or whatever and and uh, where Clara was before being chased down by the zombie demons. And uh, on the TV is a reporter doing the live coverage of the building in part two. Yeah. Which is a little bit later that night. Because uh, they go in, right? So also, they show the reflections of the demons. If you look in the, if they are in front of a mirror, they, sh- they reflect themselves to look exactly like Javier Botet's version of the Madero's lady they show that two zombies did you see that part
0: no i don't remember that yeah part.
1: they were like literally like it was they showed it for like i don't know like 10 seconds but they like were in front of the mirror and they were like ehh, ehh, like all creeping around weird
0: I don't in that part the part spots
1: where the the, the zombies were huh. so it was on the stairs when uh um the groom's best man uh, Rafa was like standing there and they were all freaked out by it hmm. but anyway there's that's that's the connection also to the Medeiros lady, obviously pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, but that's about it. You know, there, there's a lot of loose connections, but no real emotional attachment to any specific characters other than the dog, I guess. Yeah. You know, so. But uh did you have any uh favorite characters?
0: I like Lara. What La- was her name? Clara. Clara. Why am I saying Lara? Clara.
1: That's how they say it. Clara. Clara. I like Clara.
0: Yeah. Um. I like the i like what's his face cold though
1: Coldo, the husband. The husband. And mm-hmm. then I
0: liked what, uh, I don't think it was, was it Rafa? Was it her brother? The one that's the horn dog that fucks the French chick? Yeah, Rafa. It's Rafa. I mm-hmm. liked him too. It was funny.
1: I was a fan of the Atune. Atune!
0: The cameraman. The
1: cameraman, dude. I don't know what it is about him. I, I did a thumbs up, guys, because in the movie, you know, the, he does the thumbs up. It's kind of like this thing uh, that he and the like younger cousin have in, uh, in common because he's trying to be a cameraman and he's like, you're made for this kid, you know? Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know if something about a tune feels like someone i want to be friends with <laughs> you know what i mean like I, I, like like part of me just like feels like he's like a, a chummy del toro kind of guy <laughs> one that i just want to give a big hug to yeah you know what i mean like i don't know there's just something about him i know it sounds weird guys but whatever fuck you
0: <laughs> i fine i felt that way about one of the characters in the fourth one don't fucking judge me I'm like who are you yelling
1: at <laughs> just yelling away from the <laughs> mic so people don't bleed from the ears um but, yeah, Ow. is there anything else you want to talk about in the spoiler section? Maybe, like, I mean, some of the jokes or some of the, like, humor and stuff in it was a little fucked up. Like, <laughs> like it was kind of bad writing in some ways, but also kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. They pushed on the love button in the, in one scene just a little too <laughs> much. The love button. Yeah, it's like, well, and I don't mean the clitoris, by the way, guys. So uh, Or the anal yeah. hole. Ew. The mangina. Ruined. <laughs> I don't know. What were you going to say? Nothing. Okay. (laughs) You're like, it's It's "It's gone now. The moment is dead. (laughs) (laughs) So we do have some trivia, though. Um, Part of the reason they came up with this idea was because Paco Plaza and Juame Balaguerra decided to finish the franchise out with two more movies. And Paco explained that the first is kind of more like a horror movie. The second is action with horror. And this one would be sort of an adventure film. With, you know, love and kind of notes of comedy. Um, So it was clear that they wanted to try their hand at different genres within the franchise. And in some ways, you know, this is pretty much a love story. If you really put a bow on it, it's just a fucked up love story, really. Which I think is fine. I have no problem with it. But. I think a lot of people really do get upset about the fact that these movie, this movie was nowhere near the same as good as to some people about the first two. Yeah. But I think it gets a little too much harsh critique about it. You know, like I get it, but like sometime. You got to make a new. It's like when people get upset with bands.
0: We get it. You're bitter. You don't like love stories. Well, they're
1: fucked either way. It's like bands will make the same fucking album mm-hmm. every fucking time. And people complain, and then people complain, and then they try to something new, and they're like, "Oh, they fucked. They, they ruined them. They don't know what they're doing." It's like, well, they're they're trying to experiment, dude.
0: Yeah, their old albums are better.
1: Right, and I'm not saying you're wrong for how you feel. I'm really just saying that you know, for that, for the, for people who create. They want to kind of expand and try new things to learn new ways, new learn new techniques, Mm -hmm. push themselves into new ways. And the fact that they specifically went into a non-found footage fucking shot on camera thing, he wanted to prove, you know, that he could do that too, you know? And I, I think that's, he wanted to make it a different movie is what he kept going on about. But also the idea of the wedding, they said, Arose from looking for ways, you know, to kind of utilize the the use of cameras into the mix. Like, where would you be at that you would use cameras a lot? Yeah, that's smart. Right. So they they figured a wedding would be perfect because everybody's always taking memories at, at a fucking wedding. So They're they taking
0: have pictures of their balls.
1: <laughs> What? With, with
0: disposable cameras. <laughs> that's what happens if you put disposable cameras out at your wedding. People are just like, clink.
1: Oh, I didn't, I've never even heard of that. They did the dance thing, though, in there. And that's like a big thing, the choreographed dance.
0: That a like, lot of
1: mainstream I weddings. I was
0: dying over their dumbass song. A song he sang her or whatever. Oh, yeah. I was like, good God.
1: <laughs> hey, man. Stupid. To each their own, you know what I mean? Like, when you're in love, you do weird shit. You're susceptible. Like. Also, he said that uh, Paco also said Paco also said that he was very obsessed with stylizing this movie into a comedy love story in some way. And so it's, it's, you know, completely contrasts like what's going on in the story. So you have love, you have bright colors in this one versus the, you know, versus the first two movies, which are like drab as fuck, so he wanted it to be a complete contrast against the black, you know, the backdrop of blood and gore and shit like that, which isn't honestly a bad idea. Like, no. I, I get it. Also, the actor who played a tune didn't actually shoot the whole time, so you know, like, when when they have the moments where they're in front of the camera or they're shooting on the camera, a lot of the times they wouldn't have somebody else directing it so that and then have the actors um, behind them following them around to respond to the actors in front of the camera so that they could get the best shots and it wouldn't be like shaky cam too 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 much like they wanted to make it realistic but they also didn't want it to be fucking you know shit so but he would oftentimes stand behind another guy because he said that rig that they were that he was wearing like a tune who was wearing that like body rig Pretty with the heavy. fucking steady cam shit is like he said it's really heavy and he's a big guy he was like you know it's A lot of weight. He was like, so I pretty much just kind of followed that guy around. Um they also added the night vision, just like a short little clip of night vision when they're going through the the air ducts. Mm -hmm. Um just as an homage. He said it was kind of a novelty a throwback to the first two movies because they had so much of it at the end of both of them you yeah know? so it's like i don't know i guess he just wanted to have it in there but that's the last time you see anything on a just a handheld anymore you know what i mean everything else is shot like a cinematic experience
0: yeah they definitely change it up
1: uh the tunnel ladder scene was actually a set by the way the tunnel was actually real but where they and the ladder was real but when they looked up into the You know, the ladder from the tunnel that was all like set and they filled it in. Even they had green screen on the left. You would never notice it because the guys that work on this movie, they do a pretty damn good job of the CGI and like filling painting stuff in. So um, but I just thought it was like a little fun thing. There was a lot of stuff like they talk about the arm getting cut off and how they did it. And she was wearing like a like a um, blue screen fucking sock on her hand. Yeah. So that they could cut it off and everything like that. There was, like, a lot of different stuff. I'll get into more when we get into our scenes. Um, what is... Uh, did you have a favorite scene or some of the earlier scenes that you want to bring up?
0: So I like when the it's the uncle, right? Right. The, the fucking uncle. Everyone thinks he's just drunk. Right. And he's like, no, he's infected as fuck. And then he, like, falls off the balcony. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dude, I was and like... The
0: whole tune changes, like... Right then, like that's when everything just gets fucking nuts. Dude,
1: he really does look like he's drunk, and he does. He's
0: like, he's just he seems like he's just super swasted, and his eyes are all real red, and you know something's wrong with him. Well, he's like
1: sitting on the balcony.
0: like just yeah, it's the fucking. He's like rocking shit.
1: back and forth, and people are like, "Oh my god, what's he doing up there?" And then he just falls onto a table, and he's all smiling and shit when he gets up. Then like
0: promptly like, gets up and then rips his wife's like face off.
1: Well, he rips her th- her neck out, out or yeah. whatever. Her I don't neck, know what the or, fuck. Yeah, the side of her neck. I remember when they were talking about that scene. They were like, "Just imagine it being a nice juicy piece of pizza." Cute. That's what he said. Piece of pizza. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was all like, right. what? Why, why pizza? Why not just like, imagine you're biting a fucking piece know, of
1: cheese. That's what he piece was. Because I guess the texture of it. Oh,
0: yeah. Makes sense.
1: So. But That's yeah, funny. I thought it was really great. And he though. just like
0: spits blood in that lady's face.
1: Right. <laughs> Did it, just, just his acting <sighs> in that part was he was one of my favorite zombies. He in was the movie.
0: mine, too. It was cool.
1: I really, like, enjoyed him. I, just, I laughed Even so hard. Even though it didn't feel tonally the same as the first two. No. He was just really good at it. This
0: one's definitely more, like, lighthearted and fun. Yeah. Than the first two movies. But, yeah. The he drunk
1: was, uncle. Oh, my
0: God. Hilarious. Like, I laughed so fucking hard when he fell off the balcony. I was like, ah, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, you just fucking ruined the wedding, dickhead. Yeah,
0: drunk uncle fuck. Good Lord.
1: <laughs> they um... Another scene that I really liked was uh, like what you mentioned, sort of, is when they get into the full medieval armor <laughs> to kind of rescue the princess. You know, from the tower, and I was
0: like, "What the fuck?" <laughs>
1: like he was trying to make some sort of like thing about that move
0: thing, whatever. Like,
1: but the, the the dude that went with him was one of the waiter guys. Is that and who he that had, was? Like, I was wondering he, who the fuck that was. He was like was. a bigger guy with like a mustache he's and like
0: wearing he, the chainmail, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: he's wearing the chainmail over his head, and like fucking dude, I was like, "What the fuck?" He does not look like a warrior no. of any sort. He's he just kind of so, like, "What's over here?" He looks so stupid, dude. It's funny too because the waiter speaks too loudly and he gets grabbed and then eaten by a fucking like unseen zombie. Yeah, and then you just see the shield just come out.
0: That's it. And like- then
1: the the fucking groom, Koldos, is just like, "Fuck this, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Fuck this shit, I'm Bye.
0: out." <laughs> fucking hilarious.
1: Do you have another scene?
0: I Like when all the zombies flood on that room,
1: the party scene. Yeah. Um. Well, that's right. When 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 the f-
0: what's her and the priest that are. Like trying to find a way out or whatever the fuck they're doing, and then all of these like zombies flood towards this room with like the frosted glass. Oh yeah, windows and doors. That's
1: in the in the the intercom's room.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know I, I always liked I like that feel. I always like how that looks visually and how it feels like. Okay. Where you just feel like you're fucked, um, because it's just like you know twenty plus fucking zombies on the other side of this glass and you're just waiting for it to break and it's you know it's shit all over the place and I'm like, oh
1: if I wanted to be picky about that scene, first of all they okay, so she goes and barely locks out some of the zombies. Yeah. From a wooden door Outside of the glass doors that you're talking about, the the, the
0: right and they bust through the wooden bust door. They through it fast, fast.
1: Like right away. Yeah, but
0: then they can't bust through the glass. I had the right. same issue.
1: Yeah, I was like, uh that's okay. why I, I
0: don't think it's. I think it's like a safety glass. I don't think it's actual like glass, or if it's like a plexi. Or I something. think it was
1: just like they were making up it up as a they went. Mistake. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I thought the same thing because it was absolutely immediately after she closes that door a fucking hand pop, pops through that wooden door Well what were they
1: going to do? They had to like they 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 had to like have this whole dialogue section in that room.
0: Yeah, they really did.
1: So there was not really much they could do. And even in the like in the making of, they were talking about how they had the writer come in and do rewrites on the spot because they wanted to make it fit for the scenario on the spot. Yeah. And he had written that scene was already written before they really knew what the, you know, location and stuff was. So, but uh, another scene that I thought was pretty cool is when uh, uh brains a party guest with the mace in the head. Oh,
0: yeah. That was cool.
1: Yeah. I saw them how they did that, too. Was that hoping, was pretty cool.
0: I was hoping that he was going to hit someone with that thing. And he did. And I was like, fuck yeah.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. Was I like, <laughs> I just want to see more of that in a movie. And plus I've been playing this fucking game called Mordhau, which is like Nothing but medieval fucking fighting. I
0: always want to see people get hit with medieval right. objects. Like That's what I'm saying. Weapons. I always do, especially maces. <laughs> I always want to see people get hit with them because it doesn't happen,
1: dude. Maces hardly look, ever. Like maces do not look like something that you can avoid at no, all. You are fucked. Yeah. Like if
0: someone has one, you better run. You better run real fucking fast. Yeah.
1: There's nothing you can do and keep
0: a distance because if that has a, any kind of chain on it. You're fucked. Well
1: not a maze. it's it just was a stick.
0: Yeah, but they have the ones on the chains.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. And it's the
0: ball on the little chain thing. With that the stick. I
1: wouldn't want to swing one of those around just yeah, the no, stick. No, I'd hit ones. myself. Yeah <laughs> exactly. I'd
0: absolutely hit myself with it. <laughs> Like a fucking idiot. But no, yeah, no, you're going to die. If you get hit with a mace, you're fucked. It's going to break wherever it hits you. If it hits you on the arm, it's breaking your arm. If it hits you in the, ch- in the chest or on the sides, breaking ribs or your right. fucking- Or just put him. in your
1: brain and, and oh, like filling, filling, yeah, filling and the side of your head.
0: for forever until you die. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What that about, was
0: cool. I did really like that part.
1: Yeah. Did you like the tunnel scene with the best friend?
0: Yeah. Do you with know what I'm talking like, about? Or whatever. Well, like Cla-
1: Claire is talking with the coldos best friend in the underground tunnels and they think he's dead. And he's like, well, she, he's got to be dead. There's no way he could survive all this. And she hears their song over the loudspeaker. Cause he goes into the guest, into the like reception hall and oh, turns yeah. up the music really loud. And it, I think it's their song. I, I can't remember, but anyway, she gets all badass suddenly and takes a chainsaw, fires it up and cuts her wedding dress off <laughs> or just up to her butt. Um,
0: on one side
1: yeah well, that's why I
0: was like why'd you just do one leg like, so that you know? she
1: wouldn't have to like
0: It's so she can run right yeah that's exactly what it's for but it's just cut the rest of it off right like why do you gotta just cut one long slit on one side just like cut the whole cut the whole skirt off dumbass right you have better range of motion well
1: it's funny whatever they, they were t- I liked
0: it though it looked really cool
1: they were talking about how she went and uh, the director was like, go ahead and pick a, Like, I want you to get a wedding dress because they had to get like different stages of wear. the dress. Yeah. And she was they were like, well, first of all, we want you to be comfortable in it, you know, as comfortable as possible. And we also want you to feel like this is your wedding. So pick something out that you would actually wear. And she was like, oh, wow. So she picked something that would be, you know, she could move around in a lot. And but yeah, I guess that helped.
0: And then that's, I don't remember where she finds that chainsaw in the tunnel. It somewhere. was like in a
1: log in a tunnel. It was for weird. Some it was.
0: Yeah. Like randomly she finds this fucking chainsaw. And I'm like, why? Okay. Why is
1: there a log?
0: Well, yeah, I was, I'm very confused. Like, I didn't understand any of that, but I'm like, whatever. I love people who wield chainsaws. I'm into it. Even though this chainsaw is longer than she is. Right. And there's no way in hell she can carry that I'm sorry but <laughs> well, it's they, just not she weighs like a hundred fucking pounds oh yeah no soaking totally wet, and like, there's no fucking way she can carry that especially because she's one handed in a lot of it running with it and I'm like yeah fucking right well, and then they're pulling it out of people too and I'm like
1: well yeah because she chainsaws that demon in the head She che-
0: that chick yeah she goes like that I love that scene that she kill. sticks
1: her leg on her arm so that she yeah, can't grab her yeah because she's fighting
0: at her and it was cool because she gets fucking crazy like beast mode right and she pins <laughs> (laughs) this bitch down and she's got her foot on her arm on both of her arms i think to pin them down and because she's scratching at her and then she takes the chainsaw and just jams it through her head like
1: right on her face right down the center right down
0: the center and then she another zombie thing comes after her and she like shoves it in the center like right through the abdomen and then pulls it all the way out through the top, which I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would never happen. I love happen. that. Ever? No, yeah. absolutely, would never happen. Um,
1: never that quick.
0: Not that. No, it's gonna take a while, and I I think it would get stuck. It depends on like how, like well oiled and sharp the teeth are on the chainsaw, I guess. But one like that size, I feel like probably could do that, but it's gonna take a while for it to be able to do it. Like it's gonna get stuck.
1: I just thought of a really cool way to kill somebody with a chainsaw in the similar fashion. That would be way better than how than doing it in and up. I can't tell anybody because I don't want anybody to steal it.
0: (laughs) But those those scenes were really cool. And then it's kind of sad when Rafa gets bit. Or right,
1: because she has to cut his. She chops
0: his head off. Oh, she's like so very nonchalant about it, which is funny. Well, she's, she's like, I ain't like, fucking
1: around anymore. She's like,
0: I. Ah, well, your bit. Yeah, and then chainsaw your head off, and I was like, damn, bitch. <laughs>
1: Dude, yeah, that was pretty. I mean, brutal. I would have done
0: the same thing, but. <laughs> I, it was just, she's very cold and, like, calloused about it. Like, she's kind of sad in her emotions, but then she just, like, she shuts it off real fast and just gets straight down to business and cuts his head right off. And I'm like, okay.
1: Well, there was another scene that was directly after that, because it was, like, a rapid fire dra- kills.
0: Yeah, real fast.
1: She She's, like, running down the tunnels with this fucking chainsaw, and um she's, like... She, uh, I don't know what she was doing, but it, it, he's in the kitchen upstairs and you can see down the drain into the tunnel, which is a weird place to have a, a drain that you, in a twig tunnel, like, what would you, why would it, it would smell like shit? Who
0: knows? Yeah.
1: Anyway, I'm not going to be picky here. Um, but anyway, he sees her and then she climbs up and he's like, Hey, there's a screwdriver down there that a tune dropped. Because fucking that one guy who is the the guy who the ASCAP kind of guy for, you know, he t- takes notes on what songs are played at weddings so that they can give the royalties to the, the musicians. Because in certain countries, you can't even play music without paying royalties uh, like with a, as a business technique. I mean, you, same thing here, but they're way more strict. Mm. Like you literally have to write to every song you you play. Interesting. Down. So that like even in uh Germany they have the 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 alternative charts and they do that. And that's how you know. So anyway, she gets the screwdriver, goes back up, zombies come and they climb up the fucking ladder what and is- she sticks her fucking heel yeah. into oh, cool. the eye of one, which is pretty cool. Um, but also
0: why didn't she just pull the ladder back up when she climbed to the top of it
1: I, I was thinking about that too but I think the ladder comes in front of her hands so I don't know how she would have done it
0: no on my dumb ass I would have tried to figure out a way to sure, do it but, but she
1: probably didn't like I think they wanted to make it seem like she didn't really have much time for that anyway Yeah. Which and I think when did, I was thinking about it like the mechanics of it I was like
0: I, I thought the same thing I feel like it, it wouldn't I mean it would just slide back down maybe Right. Or well it would crush her she fingers would, Yeah. or she, if she went to step it would just fall back down but i don't know
1: right well that's just
0: all that's what i thought i was like sit on the other side of it and then pull it back up whatever
1: another scene that i thought was pretty cool was that the priest reads the bible translation or just he just starts reading the fucking genesis chapter Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i think that's why maybe they call it genesis that's
0: that's true i forgot that that was what it was it's from the book of genesis or whatever is right he's reading
1: plus if you think about genesis it's the creation it's the beginning it's so it's I like mean one of the most
0: quoted passages in songs.
1: Maybe this is where it officially started first.
0: Yeah. I did like that scene though. That was really cool and that allows them to kind of escape.
1: Yeah, well, 'cause like he reads well, we didn't explain it, but he reads the Genesis and it, it, yeah, it makes the fucking z- demons you know, they're freeze in stop. place. Yeah. Or yeah. they so, just kind of shamble around and like they just shake. Like they're like, like having like, yeah, bad gas.
0: And farting. Who knows what the <laughs> fuck they're doing. But yeah, and then this, as you think they're just about to like waltz freely out of this area, right? Fucking, uh,
1: their grandpa, Clara
0: Clara gets fucking bit by grandpa who wears hearing aids that like don't work. Yeah. So he doesn't hear the priest like reading off the prayer or whatever so he fucking bites her hand i
1: thought that was a nice touch i kind
0: of liked it i was like that was kind of smart he's like damn you grandpa and your hearing aids or whatever the fuck he says (laughs) like kills him (laughs) i'm like shit um but yeah so then now she's obviously infected and they get the idea to chop her fucking arm off with the sword that i remember where he got but he has a sword now he got
1: it in the kitchen
0: oh yeah okay why they Uh. had a sword in the kitchen i don't know but (laughs) So they decided to cut her arm off for the
1: wedding cake. That's what oh, it was. Oh, that's right.
0: That was from the cake. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, But that that scene was cool though. Like when they cut her arm off. Yeah. She's so fucking chill about it. Like she, well, she like just her, knows her she her didn't want to turn. Her being there is so cool and then like how she fucking screams is so realistic. She's got like the tears streaming down her face and I'm like, "Damn, dude." Yeah,
1: she did a good job, I she think so nailed too. nailed it.
0: And that was fucking cool. I don't I also don't feel like that would else that would happen. Unless right. that's a real fucking sharp sword, I don't <laughs> see that. I don't know, man. I, don't, I mean,
1: it would. I think it could. I could. I think it could do it.
0: Maybe, but it I don't probably know.
1: wouldn't be as clean as they made it. But it would definitely. I think it would it definitely, definitely
0: wouldn't be as clean because it would have snapped those bones. It probably would
1: have been hanging by a fucking little piece Some of tendons, flesh or yeah. something.
0: And I loved the continuity how they how she instantly lo- loses color in her entire body.
1: Yes, after it, that, I loved it. That's another thing that I really like, too. And she's all
0: weak as shit.
1: One of my favorite things about this movie is probably the end Mm -hmm. for her transformation, because, you know, she doesn't actually, he doesn't cut it in time, which he shouldn't have hesitated. He
0: waited too long.
1: He waited way too long. But I would have hesitated, too, to be quite honest with you, because, like, that's some fucking heinous shit.
0: I would have chopped Mouse's arm right off.
1: (laughs) Or my own. Like, but regardless, it makes for great cinema because they, you know, it becomes apparent that, of course, she doesn't stop the vi- demon virus and she's infected and they go to the front gates and you find that all these like military people are outside of it, just like they were in the it's building
0: plastic off. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: got the whole umbilical fucking thing out the front and everything like that. And they're like, don't walk out. We'll shoot you. Please go back inside. And uh, he walks out and uh puts her down he carries her over the threshold mm-hmm. of the safety which is another you know nod to being married you carry your yeah. your significant over the fucking threshold it's like a tradition uh but he walks her out in his arms and he tells and they tell him that to get on the ground that she's infected. To put her
0: down, yeah. Yeah, and
1: he kisses her like without a fuck given, and she rips his tongue out, <laughs> which is fucking great. It was awesome. And her acting right there, holy shit! After she rips, oh, out, I
0: loved it. How she runs towards the fucking camera and screeches.
1: Yeah, she's just like. Argh,
0: she's argh. A super feral and like badass. the
1: sounds and like her makeup, like they did very detailed fucking makeup on it. Awesome. And it wasn't like I'm not talking like prosthetics guys like we're just talking about minimal shit. yeah, and it's like really good. like I was super impressed with that. It I just was incredible. she looks great yeah. like
0: her whole transition was absolutely fucking stunning. So good. Yeah, I thought I so too. Such a good job.
1: And she was like the best zombie in that whole movie, Absolutely. in my opinion. That her and the uncle. Very short lived,
0: but her yeah, and the she uncle was the best. And then they get shot a thousand times. Yeah. To shit. And then they fall down and make eye contact with each other and then they hold hands as they're dying on the ground.
1: Right. She's still a demon and she anyway
0: And she's still their love is so hands. strong it's she's so able strong.
1: to reach out to hold his hand yeah. as they're dying. Stupid.
0: But it was still cool because it was yeah. it was filmed just stunning. Like the all the colors that they used and everything are just absolutely beautiful.
1: Well, Paco said that he did this because he has a huge love for The Bride of Frankenstein, and he just kind of likes the whole romantic side of those kind of monster movies and stuff. Yeah. So he was like trying to like play that out a little bit. Plus, I mean, if you're if you're making a movie about a wedding, I mean, you kind of have to add that kind of shit in there. It's yeah, kind of poetic, be a little sweet, right?
0: A little romantic.
1: I thought it was cool. It was a nice surprise, you yeah. know.
0: I liked when he kissed her and she bit his tongue out. That was cool. That
1: was really cool. That
0: was really fucking. His cool.
1: reaction too was really so good, good too. Yeah, even but his sh- acting
0: in that moment was really was really good too.
1: Dude, if if Christina dressed up like her and was screaming like that, I'd want to kiss her too. I mean, think about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me too.
1: Have her rip my tongue out. Mm-mm-mm. Um, <laughs> you guys are like, all right, calm down. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for the movie. I mean, um, we obviously did the next movie, which is Record 4, and uh, we're going to go into all about that with Brittany. Who? Uh, Some chick. (laughs) Some bitch. Some chick.
0: All right, guys. The next film is Record 4 Apocalypse, which came out in 2014. Survivors of a strange contagion which turns humans into ghouls find themselves aboard a ship. A what? A ship?
1: Aboard a ship.
0: Aboard a ship. Yeah. Aboard a ship. It's all one word at this point. Aboard a ship where a doctor is trying to isolate the source of the outbreak. It's directed by the director of the first and second record. Guame Balaguerro. 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 I'm terrible with pronunciations <laughs> of names. Uh, it's also written by him as well as Manu Diaz, who was part of the second movie, I believe. I don't think he did the first one.
1: Oh, yeah. Manu did. Yeah. He did uh, write it, I guess. Or yeah. Something, yeah.
0: It stars. We get a returning role for Manuela Velasco, who plays Angela from Record 1 and the end of Record 2, mm-hmm. um, who was in such films as... School Killer, Fish People, and the Velvet TV series, etc., etc. I don't really need to go over that too much because we've talked about her pretty much to death at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has Paco Manzanetto, who plays Guzman, who was in Risen, Omnivores, and Compulsion. has Hector Colome, who plays Dr. Ricarte, who is in uh, Dark Blue, Almost Black, The Limits of Control, and The Haunting. Mm-hmm. Mariano Venancio, who plays Captain Ortega who was in The uh, the Tree of Blood, The Outlaw, Love in Difficult Times television series, and also Crispulo Cabezas, which is like the coolest name ever, who plays Lucas, who was in Barrio, Nobody Knows Anybody, and Linko. Hmm. Um, obviously, I picked the titles of films that I can pronounce, so I don't sound like an asshole. <laughs> uh, this had a uh, 3 million euro estimated budget. I don't mm-hmm. know what that equates to in American Dollars. About, so, about
1: two point five or so, two point seven,
0: whatever. Opening weekend in Spain was released on October thirtieth, twenty fourteen. To a limited release, it brought a, a little shy of five hundred Euro, 500, euros, five hundred thousand euros. Um, Opening weekend in the United States. It was a limited release in January of 2015.
1: It made $708. It seems weird because it has a comma next to it, so I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah,
0: but it's like says gross in the USA the same, like $708, the comma, and I was like, I don't understand you.
1: Yeah, that seems really weird. I feel
0: like $708 is like... Not right. Not right, but also
1: could be believable. It could be seven thousand,
0: but 7, I don't think I, I don't know. think it's who knows how limited the actual release was right. too. So we'll see. We're gonna say between seven hundred and eight dollars <laughs> and seven thousand and
1: eight dollars. Maybe seventy thousand. Seventy
0: thousand? One of those. It's a seven.
1: I'm sure they didn't like have a wide uh like marketing budget for it to be sold out here, but Yeah probably a straight-to-video That's what I'm sort saying. of like, thing, it, yeah. it can
0: be believable that it was... Like, who knows how limited the actual release was? Right. And, you know, who knows? Um, what did you think of this one?
1: Well, uh, now, I, I want to kind of preface it again, because I like to, because it's like, when I first saw this, I was pretty disappointed with it, and it was pretty forgettable, uh, from what I remembered. I actually barely remembered anything of it, other than that it was on a ship, pretty much. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And I was like, I remember that I was not happy with it for some reason. And uh, I don't know why. So, you know, I, I, of course, was highly anticipating this before I saw it the first time. And, you know, 3 was kind of fun, but more of a spinoff than a direct sequel. Part 4, Apocalypse, you know, takes it back to the scares, but it kind of pushes more the action side of, uh, of the movie genre. So, but, you know... Gone are the old school shot on video creative techniques that made the original first two work so well, which I think also with it went the tension that those films also brought. I appreciate that they tried to take this movie back to the scary thing for those who are fans of it. And I understand that being a creator, you want to kind of like just do things. You just want to make stuff like you have an idea, you want to make it. And I think it's awesome that they were able they were they were gifted the opportunity to make a fourth fucking movie out of the franchise. And obviously this was a smaller budget than the last two, because I think the last one was like five million euros and the one before was like five point six for part two. So they gave it a good amount of money. Um, Did it really kind of does it does it work with the tension here? Personally, no, I don't think so. Um, It does have its moments, but we're throwing back to a direct connection to the first two by bringing Angela, the reporter back. They even connect the third one slightly, but this time it's on a ship. And to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of too many boat movies but there are a few i I am fond of which is like deep rising virus titanic (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ please don't do that (laughs) i'll fucking shit in your neck (laughs) Uh, so the movie takes place essentially right after the second film obviously where a group of scientists they've rounded up survivors and they're researching the wreck virus to come up with a cure and Angela's brought on board along with all the survivors from all the other different places, like the wedding or the fucking building, or anybody near it. And uh there's a lady who is nothing to like, she's not even a character that I remember in the third film. Yeah, I
0: don't remember. Like know if who she the was she there,
1: yeah, I don't remember her.
0: No, not at all.
1: So uh, she was a little annoying, to be quite honest. I felt bad for her, but she also was just like, just die. She was annoying. <laughs>
0: just just die, die already. She's always bitching about the food. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, just... can you ask the chef to make me some pasta? It, it's sure. So I'm su- like, no,
1: shut up. It is sweet, Brenda. It is sweet that the guy, like you know, tries to take care of her in it. But anyway, um, you know, they're basically trying to come up with this cure on a very large, very old ship for you know the quarantine research that they need for this kind of virus so that of course doesn't get out or spread anywhere that, you know, that might cause problems way out into the middle of the ocean where it's safe, right? Well, it's fucking weird watching this when the news just broke recently, too, because I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a cruise that was quarantined for a measles outbreak. Like the measles have been Um, like popping up.
0: I didn't. I saw some article. I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw some article pop up about people who went to see Endgame in California being exposed to the measles. Really? Yeah, I don't know if that's actually true or not. I didn't read the article, people. I just saw it. Well, but I mean, the measles outbreak three hundred people
1: or something like that were quarantined on this cruise ship. Which, by the way, why didn't they do an outbreak on a cruise ship? Speaking of looking for ways to incorporate cameras, wouldn't a cruise ship be a perfect example yeah. of like a way, I don't know. I don't Whatever. Know. I'm not trying it's to be mean now. here. Um, I don't know. People record on those all the time, I would think. So, but you know, while this one isn't new that the franchise sort of uh, heavily borrows from other genre films to make its own sort of path. Uh, familiar to ones that you might be uh, familiar with. We, you know, this one sort of reminds me of the movie Virus that I just mentioned with Jamie Lee Curtis. I
0: love that movie. It
1: sort of also reminds me of the same, you know, scenario because they're on a boat. There's this thing on there. They got to get off. The way it ends is very similar, um which, you know, it has a touch of Aliens franchise again. Um And a few others, like 28 Days Later, that you even mentioned outside. But the acting's kind of more straight-laced without comedy, which some might praise, but it's kind of lackluster, if you ask me. Yeah. And the characters aren't terrible, but just feel a little too tropey for my liking. It just feels too familiar again. There is some gore, but honestly, it's not the best in the series. No,
0: there's not enough.
1: Yeah, it feels like you they were building on this whole thing, and it... I don't know. Some of the gore feels like a lot of a missed opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, you do definitely get your infected feral people back and more, but, you know, it kind of feels like a little too meh. But I feel like the the, the complete vibe of that tension that they were trying to get back to in a way wasn't really represented as well as I wanted it to be. It
0: didn't work
1: as well. No. I, I don't think it's a terrible movie, although, you know, there are... You know, there are some moments, I'll be fair, there are some moments that are tense ish, but it's nowhere near the first or even seconds caliber. You know what I mean? Like I it tried to go for a big movie on an isolated boat, similar to like an alien movie where they're stuck in the spaceship to kind of give it that claustrophobic thing, you know? I don't know. I guess I, I guess at least they tried, uh, for the fans who are like into the scary stuff and didn't like the comedy. It might be better to them than the third one, but I still think You know, there's some comparisons we'll make at the end. Um, There are a few interesting story expansions in this, though, that are decent, but nothing that's mind-blowing or profound to me. You know, you still... If you're a fan of of the series, then you will still be curious where it leads. So it's, you know, it's a movie. Not a great movie, but a movie. And I'd probably give this one probably like a 5.5.
0: It's a movie.
1: Maybe a 5 or a 6, somewhere in there. It's really hard to tell because... It's like the first forty-five minutes of the movie are slow as shit. Oh my
0: god, yes!
1: It is just nothing but like trying to like
0: and stupid.
1: Well, I don't want to make. I don't hate (laughs) it. It's just like if if we could have started the movie out at the 46 minute mark better it might have been a little bit better you know perfect so because there is some fast-paced kind of cool stuff in there but i'm still glad i own them all guys you know if you're an addict of the first or even second film you're still going to be chasing that high anyway so you might as well fucking watch them and just you know jerk off you know to the remnant and and reminisce about the jolt you got from the first two movies (laughs) you know what i mean like whatever it takes to get high uh, but you're you're going to be chasing it. So it's, it's really kind of steps down as you go. You know, three and four are pretty much the directors getting their own take on the story because they worked together and they made a pact to never step on each other's ideas. So in this way, they were able to kind of like do their own version yeah. of how they wanted to do it. And I think that's kind of cool. I it think is. that's it's creative, whether it landed or not, whether it flopped on the ground and broke its legs. <laughs> Flip the Off fish. the gymnasium. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, though? Like, What did you think of this?
0: Yeah, so this is my least favorite of the four by a mile. Okay. I will give it probably a five. Okay. Mainly just because the use of a... Boat fucking engine okay. as a weapon is fucking awesome. So that was like that's on the poster of the movie, right? And that was just the most don't in- go into detail. That was the most intriguing thing yeah. to me. So I was like, I need to see this because I want to see that get used. Yeah, no, hundred cool. percent. But yeah, I mean, I honestly I agree with literally everything that you said. So I just I felt I would I was appreciative of the fact that they tried to bring back that whole like claustrophobic feel and make it more of a tense setting and environment. Yeah. But it fails. It doesn't work here, like, at all.
1: Right. It's interesting enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I feel like we don't have any found footage elements to it at all. Mm-hmm. And so that part is completely gone, which sucks. So at least they tried to do that a little bit in the third one. And this one, it's it's not at all, other than, like, little bits and pieces of, like, her footage from the first movie that they're that they're watching. I, I don't know. Like, it's cool that Angela comes back, but I... Didn't feel like she was as dynamic as I wanted her to be.
1: Yeah, well, like she, she
0: was. But she's
1: really grown into her character. Yeah, she and rolled, she's been through a lot. And I really enjoyed like us fucking with our heads a little bit. She but. got
0: really good at the like towards the end, right? And then I, I liked how she kind of took control of the situation as well, and was just like, bitch. Right, Amy. <laughs> leave me the fuck alone.
1: Well, they talk about in the and you know this isn't really any spoilers or anything, guys. But they talk about like you know they knew they were only going to do four movies, period. Like after the second one, they were like, "We'll do two more, and that's it." Um, they wanted to bring her Angela. The character Angela Back, Manuela, uh, I can't remember, Velasca, Velasca. They wanted to basically cap it off with the person that was like one of the biggest characters in the franchise. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's appropriate. And I think, uh, you know, she's she's obviously done a good job. I just really wish that it would have landed better. Like, is there anything else you want to say?
0: No, not really. I feel like we kind of covered it. <laughs> this, I mean, I had the same feelings. Well, as you, did you so. have any
1: good things about it that you liked? I mean, like...
0: Not really. Um, I liked how they used, like, how they figured out that weapon. I mean, that was cool. Okay. So, there was, like, the some gore elements that were okay, but, again, it was a lot of missed opportunities yeah. on it. So well, there was, it was some just, good It was really stuff. slow for me. Yeah. So, and the story just didn't connect, and it didn't work as well as I wanted it to. It, there was a couple cool elements with, like, the people when they turned, or people when they turned, mm-hmm. or, like, the zombie you know, characters or whatever, but...
1: Right. That's a big part of the franchise, oh, too. Yeah,
0: overall, this just didn't have... It didn't pack the kind of punch that I was anticipating it to. Right. So, and I don't get the name of this one either.
1: Apocalypse? Yeah, I
0: don't I don't get it.
1: I think they were trying to say that it's kind of like the end of the world if, if I guess, if but this you're happens. on a ship in the
0: middle of the ocean. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of excited for being on, like, a cruise ship, but I felt like it was just a... Well, it wasn't a, missed, a cruise ship. Well, it's a ship. Yeah. It's an oil rig and that's I felt like it was just a missed opportunity in general yeah. because this could have been a lot cooler. And yeah. I mean, it, it was a movie.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> It's enjoyable-ish it's enough. Unfortunate
1: so. that it ended on this note. Um, I know I am I like I love these guys who made these movies. So don't yeah. think for a second, guys, that I'm hating or throwing shade at these guys because I love them for making their movies. Even this one, like, although I wish it could have been better, um, you know, but sometimes you roll the dice and it doesn't, you know, it's a risk. Everything you do is a risk when you make movies, a big with five, three million dollars. You got to take risks. Risks. Yep. And these guys were afforded the opportunity to be able to take risks because of the stuff that they had done. So with that said, we're going to get into some of our spoiler thoughts now. So spoilers are going to be turned on right now. Um, I want to talk about some of the connections in this film as to why. Uh, do you have any spoilerific things that you want to talk about first, though?
0: What do you mean? Like scenes or
1: just something that you want to elaborate on that you couldn't in the in the spoiler free part.
0: Not really, not until we get to scenes.
1: Okay. Well, some of the connections that I want to mention in this movie, they start the movie off, obviously, back at the apartment building where Angela was rescued after part two, because she gets out and you find out she's fucking possessed by a demon and she goes like bad shit crazy. And it felt a little forced and and weird at the end of the second one. But you kind of knew and you kind of wondered what was going to happen with her. But they're about to blow the whole building up, and a hero scientist hears her screams. So that's the connection. Also, some of the tie ins to the third movie there's an old woman who apparently survives the demon wedding, which we talk about. And yeah, she's like
0: the sole survivor somehow. Right. It's which like,
1: doesn't make any goddamn sense.
0: Koldo's grandma or some shit.
1: Yeah. She's like looking for her groom, the groom's. She
0: thinks she's there. Like she thinks she's at the wedding. She's all confused as fuck.
1: Right. I don't remember her as a character from no, that. And. Maybe I need to watch it again to really... She wasn't a notable character in the third one, so... But something I I, uh, wanted to mention is after watching the credits on part two, and where they drew inspiration for making a sequel, I'm pretty convinced that in some weird way the creators are just huge fans of Alien, the franchise. Because if you guys remember, I mentioned that they compared the first two movies of Alien... Alien and Aliens as a sort of template for how to make a successful sequel, right? Well, at the end of part two, the Medeiros lady is shown again from the first movie spitting a worm, parasite, whatever, into Angela's mouth. Full circle to the fourth one, you know, they mention it again. And in the third act, saying it laid in her as a host to hide and grow without detection. Right. Right. Which I thought was kind of cool, but think about it this way. What does that remind you of? Alien. Yeah. The face huggers, Mm -hmm. right? Like it lays eggs in them. They don't even realize that they're infected. They don't have any memory of it. You know what I mean? Barely.
0: And then it pops out your chest. Right. They
1: die. But they kind of, you know, they play with it, you know. I know it's sort of an obvious point to make, but I just wanted to kind of point it out because I have never noticed that connection till we started doing the research on this franchise. And, and now I have how a demon becomes a worm. I don't know how the fuck that happens, how it manifests into a parasite is kind of beyond me and kind of off the charts of where I I would hope it would not go. Yeah, Uh, it definitely feels familiar. So I I, I don't know. I don't think it's such a terrible, bad plot twist. But, you know, we've already wondered what would become of that anyway. So it's kind of I don't know. But the thing I don't really understand here, guys, is this is a franchise by the name of wreck, which you sort for record, why would you take away the shtick of the series?
0: Yeah, I don't get that either.
1: I was talking to a few people in in the Do You Love Horror group, and they were like, well, you know, a lot of people can just fucking use shitty versions of fucking to make a cheap horror picture. But in a lot of ways, using the camera in the right way can add a lot of tension to it Mm -hmm. because it makes the camera another character. When everything's static, you really kind of have to deliver in a different way than you would if you did it on video. But I just think it's kind of weird. It just makes no sense to me. I love the franchise so much, so I'm willing to forgive it because I'm a silly fucking fanboy, but still, why?
0: No, I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, why? I mean, I get it. You could just change it and do everything else. And we'll talk about the ending, by the way, and if there's a possibility of a fucking sequel, so... Did you have any trivia for it?
0: Uh, just a little bit. Okay. So they most of this movie was actually shot on an actual oil rig ship. Mm-hmm. Um. Some of the sets had to be recreated from the ship at the studio in order to allow space, cl- obviously, for them to do the stunts and to film. Right. But it was primarily shot on an actual oil rig.
1: I heard it was a fishing boat.
0: They're, yeah, oil rig fishing boat. They're essentially kind of... The same
1: thing. Well, they said that because they, they had a factory, a fish uh, prepping factory inside, and she was like showing it around. Sweet. She was like, Apparently, this is a factory where they prepare fish. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Angela or uh, Manuela was mm-hmm. like walking around doing that. That's funny. But yeah, yeah, it was a apparently a Russian fishing, industrial fishing boat. But
0: there's a companion book to these movies. Apparently. Oh, wait. Let me
1: go back onto one more thing. Mm hmm. Just want to add to that. Also, he said shooting on that boat, by the way, is was a fucking nightmare.
0: Oh, fuck yeah, I'm sure.
1: Especially for fucking like cinema film, like not your standard, like, you know, found footage movie. He was like, it's not made for shooting a movie. And he's Mm -hmm. like, We had to get extremely creative. Yeah,
0: I can imagine trying to light shit would be impossible.
1: That's exactly
0: Having maneuvering those fucking cameras around. Well, you, you can't God have no.
1: obvious lighting just hanging around. Exactly.
0: And it's all small, closed quarters. The like.
1: cinematographer literally said that, too. That's funny. You oh, funny. That. Yeah.
0: I can't like I honestly can't even imagine like I've so, been on a boat and I've been on boats like that and I'm just like
1: it's tight spaces so these aren't made for luxury and everything's so
0: short like it's weird yeah. I don't know I, I it, it's all claustrophobic and feels uncomfortable to me but mm-hmm. so there's apparently a companion book to these movies really called Record El Libro Oficial which contains several behind-the-scenes picture storyboards and production stills. Hmm. Uh, the book also offers some insight into the series' overall mythology and provides some answers to questions left unanswered by the films. It was released in Spain in October of 2014, hmm. which I, mean, I would like to see that. It's pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could read the whole thing after watching uh, literally like five hours of fucking documentaries yeah, on these movies. For real.
0: And then in an interview with Fangoria, a direct, the director balaguero I think I said it right. Balaguero, Baloguero. Whatever. <laughs> uh, stated that the film would not have an apocalyptic style presumed by its title clearly mm-hmm. stating all of the movies in the record series have the same budget or around the same budget mm-hmm. so you're not really going to see big scenes of barcelona full of zombies they're just not intended that way right there has to be a story that's controlled and strong right and i'm like i mean that makes sense but right. also why i call it apocalypse Let's get a different name like Racken well i something. think the reason i don't,
1: I don't I know. know why because at the end
0: yeah but I see what you're saying. They like just I, probably wanted. I see a cool what you're saying, I see what you're getting at, but like, I don't, I don't follow that the same. I don't know. I don't know about that. I
1: like, have a theory personally. on personally. Well, the only thing other uh, that I had, I, I Wama, Wame said that they had planned on getting out of that building because they were just like they didn't want to be stuck doing every single sequel in the building,
0: which is fine, right? Like, it, I, I get that.
1: Like, I feel fine with the like third film and what they did with that, but I feel like the fourth film while I think its intentions were good, it didn't hit the the sweet spot for me. You know what I mean? Didn't hit your clitoris. Didn't pop the the pussy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Good Lord. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. (laughs) Christina's going to be listening to this like cringing. (laughs) I also, uh, there wasn't really that much. They did like a 27 minute um, kind of like made, how it was made sort of thing. Uh, But Pablo Rosso, The cinematographer that I was talking about with the lighting and everything, he said he was just so thankful for these movies and that it helped him develop his style because of how vastly different each one of these stories were and how uh, the camera techniques were so different. He got to really, in a lot of ways, learn his craft. You know what I mean? Right. And so he said these movies will always be his children. And he loves each and every one of them, regardless of how popular they
0: Except are. Except this one's like the redheaded stepchild. Yeah.
1: <laughs> For, you know, to be honest, a lot of people didn't even see it after the third one. Most yeah. of the people I know have only seen one and two. And Same. then and then it's like, oh, uh, I don't know. I didn't even know there was a third or a fourth. And I'm like, Yep.
0: Yeah, I was talking to my friend from Spain. like What? That Yeah, he lives in London now. But I was talking to him about it because he loves the first two movies. And I was like, did you see the third and fourth one? Cause that's what we're doing this week He's like, no, I refuse their shit. It's like this Oh, like he's never watched him. Oh, well, you should I was watch like, him. Well, he's seen the th- part of the third one, and he's like, but no, they're just they're garbage in comparison to the first two. It's exactly what he said, and I'm like, damn, it's harsh. <laughs> that is harsh. And he's like, but I mean, in the, this is where he he's from so these are a big deal right. in Spain and so he remembers like when they came out and everybody like all up in arms over it and he's like they're two of his favorite movies of all time and he right. was like did not uh, agree or understand the third and fourth one and I was like he's like I don't know why you're wasting your time and I'm like oh, Jesus no. I'm like well because we got to finish it there's well, four there's, movies I, The way I, I was like pers- we sat through the howling franchise okay yeah, we well, can do anything. we're fucking insane
1: we're fucking immortal we're horrible at this fucking fucking, point.
0: we hate ourselves we cannot like, be murdered he was like there's a whole franchise for that movie and I was like oh my
1: god you know nothing to do with your friend or anything like that but the way I feel is if if I will subject myself to something so that I can have an opinion yeah. on it and oh I
0: told him to watch the third one
1: and, and 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 having you know it's like when we do these reviews like it's like not all these movies do we like and we also have to kind of like think about what's good and bad about them so we have to really kind of weigh it out. And like, you know, try to find some good shit about it. So I don't know. It, it puts you in a whole new mindset when you have to do that right. for movies. It's not like, you know, if you're just like a, like a fan and you don't really need to review anything, you know, whether you're a ultra hardcore fanboy or just a casual uh, person who just like visits horror every now and then. You don't think about all the time, like how you would categorize these. You would, you know, you would go like, well, I like it from this one to this one. One last thing, though, before I get into this or before we get into our scenes or whatever. Wame did say that one thing he does hope for people that watch this franchise is that he just that they just enjoy the ride and that you were just like, wow, that was a lot of fun. That's what he he wants from it.
0: That works. So what scenes stuck out to you in this one?
1: I'd say the best thing about this is probably the monkeys.
0: I fucking hate monkeys.
1: I don't like monkeys. Um, but these things were fucking terrifying.
0: They were pretty scary. I will give them that. I did really like when the one got boiled in the pot.
1: They did have some CGI in there. I felt like they were very CGI. No, the the pup they were puppets. They were puppets. They yeah, so the neat. only time they used CGI was when they were, um, when they showed them running.
0: Yeah, I see that.
1: Yeah, like the only time that they were doing that, like when it the first scene where there's like the monkey attacks the chef in the kitchen and it jumps off the fridge and at him, that was cgi when it jumps off the fridge but that was a real puppet cool that the, i mean at least i'm pretty fucking sure of it yeah they might have added some posts to it afterwards uh, they,
0: they all felt super fake to me
1: i don't know i thought they were kind of creepy they were creepy
0: looking but they all just felt computerized
1: but you know it, i i did appreciate that they did attempt to use practical though that's what yeah. i liked about it and in of course it of course bites the chef who crushes it in a pan like <laughs> what, a fucking it alive? a fucking what is it a fucking skillet it's
0: a soup pan it's in a, it's a pot of boiling hot water.
1: Right. Well no, it, has the it. had the lamb in it. He had lamb or something yeah. in it and it was like I thought it was like a like a fucking skillet.
0: Oh, I, I And then
1: he had a pan over top of it.
0: I remember it being like a bo- like actual big old pot.
1: Whatever. He crushes it in the fucking in what I call a skillet. I think it's a skillet. But it, the funny thing is it's all screeching and it kind of like slowly dies. It's kind of fucked it was up. It's
0: a good die steep. <laughs>
1: But then the weird thing is, is that after it dies, it, it goes to the, the mess hall where everybody's like waiting to get food. And they're like, he has, there's no food out yet. Like, what the fuck's up? So they go back there. One of the guys goes back there and he's like, you find out that he cut up the monkey and like cooked it. which well, so is you're
0: assuming that he, the monkey's now in the food.
1: Oh, you might be right. It seemed like it. It
0: seems like it. But I think honestly, he he." killed it in the pot that he was cooking the food in you think yes so like that's how it transferred to the food well, I meant I, cause they don't, they don't actually like show anything to make you think that he actually chopped it up and put it in the food okay. and i don't i don't know if he would have been coherent enough to actually do that because right. he's like transit like mid transition towards like the end of transition at that point so i don't i feel like it's just because the monkey like died in the pot he was cooking in so now all of it's like blood and nasty shits in there so that's how they end up getting sick from it and I think
1: it was the second mate the fucking captain's second mate or whatever his like right hand man basically in command who he dips his finger in that pot that is no has no monkey in it so maybe he just threw it out I don't know and then he does a taste test of it and he's like hmm not bad yeah um And that, and apparently that changes him later on. But
0: yeah, they all, everybody who eats, which is almost everybody on the ship, is now infected because they ate tainted food.
1: (laughs) Well, nobody ate. Nobody ate except for yeah, nobody ate it. it. Just just him.
0: That old lady
1: did. Nope, she went to take a bite and never did.
0: Oh, I thought she did. Because
1: the dude comes running out. Oh,
0: because he says he smells. She smells it. That's all it is.
1: That's what it was. The second mate goes in, tastes it, eats it, goes back to the captain's quarter. affects
0: everyone. Then
1: they shoot back to the mess hall. And it's like them bitching about not getting food. And so the main hero scientist guy who rescued Angela from the fucking building. Goes in there. Yeah. Yeah. He goes in there and he's like, don't eat it. Because he sees the fucking zombie in the fridge.
0: Yeah, the guy attacks him. Right. And he locks him in the fridge or the freezer or whatever the fuck it is. Right. And then yeah, and he tells people not to eat. Finds out supposedly no one else has eaten anything. And so then it just spreads between that one guy I'm I'm guessing who bites people. I don't know. I don't it was like kind of unclear of how it actually like got loose. Oh, the monkeys got out too. Yeah. There's other monkeys.
1: Well they do explain it later on. Because you find out who let him, let them out of the cage. Because they're essentially trying to make you wonder if it's Angela letting them out. Because she was outside of her her room in the middle of when the lights went out and all this other is, yeah. shit. So they kind of make it a But the funny thing is, is like, okay, so we know that the fucking second mate could stick his finger in the stew and turn into a fucking demon, right? There's a scene where the fucking hero scientist guy, <laughs> and I didn't think about it at the time, but... You know, I mean, it makes sense now why it didn't matter. Oh, no, it doesn't make any sense. He becomes the host, essentially, remember? But there's a scene where he, like, shoots the fuck out of a monkey because it's attacking his friend. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, Like like, shoots it in the fucking air vent or whatever. And then he's, like, wiping blood off his hands and arms. And then if you notice, he wipes the same spot that he was wiping all the blood off on his mouth. If he's the host... You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of confusing. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know either, because there's a scene in the third one where when Caldo kills someone or whatever, and gets he gets blood all over his mouth and shit, too, and he's fine. Right. So I don't know if it's. I don't think it spreads that way.
1: Well, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of weird. that You know that but dude had a the, also, tiny but taste. If he's of, the
0: host, and he's not going to get infected, right,
1: which makes sense. But I don't think they were thinking
0: <laughs> he wasn't the host yet. Though
1: they weren't. They didn't make a fine point about him wiping his mouth.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Anyway, what Both about did. a scene uh, for you though?
0: Uh, well, I I like those first scenes that we talked about. Um, I like when they kill the monkeys in the fucking air vent or whatever with the boat thing. It? No, with the oh. boat, the fuck, they have that fucking like boat um, motor. So it's like the little po- the top part that you pull a string and then it's got the motor. So you put them on the like the inflatable like boats. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So know, they have I mean. this that they use for a weapon. The propeller engine. The propeller engine. Yeah, it's fucking magical. To even think of using that as a weapon is fucking bloody brilliant really excited about it and they didn't use it to its potential which made me real mad but i did like the part when they stuck it up in the air vent when all the monkeys were coming towards them and they just chopped them all into a bunch of million pieces i was like yeah fuck you monkey the, the
1: first scene that they do show with the propeller by the way is the head cutting scene yeah that was they yeah. fucking attacked this guy this like feral fucking demon uh military guy it's pretty cold
0: i forgot that was before that part
1: yeah it was before that and then he, they kick him on the ground and i feel like they missed a real opportunity there because it's all it's not even practical it's all, it's all cgi yeah and i feel like there just, should have been a close-up with like a fake head
0: yeah they like literally hold it there for like 30 seconds and then all of a sudden it just like pops right and then that's it and then the camera cuts and i'm like lame
1: yeah, it doesn't really even make any sense. I see. I think you see a chunk fly off, but it's not even really visible. No, it's visible. like the whole
0: top part of his head's just like...
1: Right. And that's it. Plus, it's almost identical to the zombie kill in Dr. Butcher, MD, which is also known as Zombie Holocaust. Ian McCulloch's character knocks a zombie over and cuts the zombie's head to bits exactly like that with the fucking... He takes it off a boat. Drills it into its head. One of the coolest scenes in that movie, by the way. So I, I think that the the zombie holocaust is way better than than that version. And that was really disappointing to see. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Especially it's, for such a badass weapon. The
0: cool-ass fucking weapon, and they did not use it to its potential whatsoever it was just very like it was very blackluster
1: well and, and to be honest it's it's a cool looking weapon but it's not a really smart weapon when you're getting fucking
0: it's not practical like biohazard
1: whatsoever. fucking blood that could turn you into a zombie by literally tasting the ass of a monkey out of a stew pot you know whatever the fuck it seems like a bad idea to get it in your eye maybe in your mouth
0: right it's like 28 days later <laughs> where it's spread I mean, through contact i
1: know i'm being stupid and picky here guys no
0: it it's fine
1: like if the movie was a little bit more funny and like not i wish serious, it was a comedy
0: yeah it would have worked better it
1: probably i would have like not even given it as like a like a second thought like i would have yeah. been like whatever i
0: completely think it would have worked a lot better if they treated this like a horror comedy
1: like i would have i also would have thought it would have been cool if they like when they stuck that thing up in the fucking vents where the monkeys were running and they chopped it off of like their pieces were like falling down by them yeah like so something like showering an yeah. absurd
0: amount of blood and I'm like okay
1: but this is all happening you know while the self-destruct sequence has been pushed by the lead scientist guy <laughs> who's trying to research this shit He's like and-
0: you know what y'all fucked down
1: yeah cause like he thinks that Angela's the one because he finds the he they've recovered the video evidence that she shot inside the building as proof because you see the worm go in her mouth and they're like oh my god she's infected and she bites him to say hey well if I'm infected then go yeah. check it out she's like you're wrong about me and then he goes to check it out he's not infected and so then they're trying to figure out who's the guy that's infected
0: who's the host
1: yeah who's the host now um, they got like 20 minutes to get off the boat and leave and then there's like you know, before the boat explodes in and leaves the, the demon zombies to a fiery, watery grave, I guess. But, you know, we already found out Angela's not infected, like I said. The demon host worm with the, the demon host worm. Um, and it's passed on to the guy who saved her from the building long before they got to the scientific boat. Because they all wake up there wondering why they're there. Some more than others. Um, twist. You know what I mean, but uh, I guess. and so like apparently he she squirted the, the 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 fucking demon worm in his mouth when they were on the stairs in the building, and then yeah, yeah. So well, but the
0: host it, it decided to change from her to him, right? Yeah, because it found a a stronger or more suitable host or what the fuck ever, so it transferred itself.
1: Right, and then Angela and Nick, the tech guy, who. Helped fix the the camera or whatever. I liked
0: his character so much. Yeah, he, he was, was cool. He just I liked always him. needs like a Snickers or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is, which cracked me the fuck <clears> up. Because <throat> even when he grabs everything to like go to leave, when everything is like shit's hitting the fan, he still grabs a fucking candy bar, <laughs> and I was like, legit fat person problem. It's I get it.
1: It, what's his name, Ishmael Fritzi? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he seems really familiar, and I, I he feel does, like but he's not. I don't know what I've seen him in that that I. I don't know what it is. There's something very familiar about it. They try to escape. They barely escaped, I should say, on a hidden life raft boat that they steal um, from the cold head scientist guy that they knock out cold. Because he's like, leave her, leave her. She's going to die. You got to think about yourself. And then the boat has a huge explosion. But wait, it's not over yet, guys. The worm was blown free somehow.
0: Oh, I forgot about that
1: part. <laughs> From the explosion landing in the water and being eaten by a large <laughs> predatory fish.
0: It's a fucking uh, barracuda.
1: Is that what it was? What yeah, it I think like. so. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a, a f- flesh-eating fish. I don't think
0: they dwell that far down the bottom of the ocean, but whatever.
1: I mean, are we led to believe that there will be a tie-in? Oh, and that
0: was all CGI, and it was horrible.
1: Right horrible do you think that there would be a tie-in sequel with the demon fish then maybe or fuck yeah bring it on demon fish pretty sure
0: they exclusively said that this is over at four i'm like not-, not doing anything else but
1: well i read about it i found out i, I did a little research on this and I, I saved it for the end here for us i don't know if i could get behind that idea God, no. i mean i guess you could call it like some of the alexander aha fucking movies where he did the piranha 3d <laughs> Or Piranha and Piranha 3D. Or Piranha oh, yeah. 3D and P- Piranha 3 Double D.
0: Whatever. One of my girlfriends is in one of those movies.
1: I thought they were actually kind of fun if you like gore. But if you, yeah. you know, story-wise, it's kind of Horrible. like whatever.
0: It's so stupid.
1: Um, because there's some pretty cool deaths in the yeah, first They filmed one. like
0: one of them in Lake Havasu,
1: right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. This is my f- I think it's second one. F- she gets killed. Well, (laughs) obviously, people are wondering whether or not there would be a five because of that ending. So apparently, Wame Balawara actually did an AMA on Reddit and someone asked him about Record 5. They were like, so, you know, when is the the Record 5 going to come out? And he's like, there is no Record 5, period. But if I had to imagine a fifth one, I would want it to be unlike anything else. Something totally unexpected.
0: Yeah. So for like Barracuda Demon,
1: I would think
0: hilarious. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it, but fucking stupid and
1: zombie fantastic. zombie ocean. Like, which I mean, you know, would
0: infect everyone in the world because mostly everybody eats fish.
1: Record five so ocean of the dead.
0: Infect all of the fish in the ocean, which would in turn infect everybody who eats fish.
1: What would you want from that outcome if you could?
0: I mean, nothing. I don't want to see it.
1: So, would somebody just get bit by a fish and then it would just like? No,
0: I, it would just be they would eat it. Anyone who eats fish, hmm. like that barracuda, would like w- infect.
1: I don't think he can other eat fish in the ocean. Yeah, but it would. Bad.
0: I don't know, but it would still infect other fish in the ocean. It would spread somehow, and then it would get served the, on a plate to some dumb bitch in San Diego with her sushi, and she would eat it, and then it would just spread to everybody who eats sushi in San Diego.
1: Record five sushi of the dead. This is...
0: <laughs> Sushocalypse
1: Demon sushi. Demon uh, sushi. <laughs> I don't know. I like uh, that. Someone also asked, which gave a, list, a little insight into like the whole franchise. Um, you know, what previous found footage movies gave you inspiration and techniques for the record movies? I said our inspiration, and this is kind of like along the lines of the first ones too. So I figured I'd just add it in. Our inspiration came from the life TV or from life tv shows we had seen however films such as cannibal holocaust the blair witch project were of course very inspirational for us
0: i always forget the cannibal holocaust is technically a found footage film
1: yeah it is it's not the first but it's technically i always forget that he went on further to say i remember a less renowned found footage movie called the black door by kit wong very scary. It shocked me. I highly recommend it to everyone. And I don't think I've ever heard of that. It's from 2001. I never saw it by director Kit Wong. Maybe we have to watch it now. I don't know. Have you guys seen that movie? Uh, do you like um the black door it's from 2001 the let black us know I would love to hear it if you if you like maybe we'll do it in the future but anyway that's pretty much all I had um I wanted to wrap this up because this is one of my favorite franchises um just because of the first two films alone um. I mean, the the other ones may not be my perfect cup of tea, but I'll take any version of it I can get because I just love the subgenre, as I've mentioned many times before. Did you have any kind of um, final thoughts on the matter?
0: I'll just say my order.
1: Okay. It goes two, one,
0: three, and four. Okay. For me.
1: I would say, and it's really tough because one and two are so close for me, Mm -hmm. but I would just say in order, one one, through four. four. Yeah, that's fair. That's my my order because, I don't know, it's like the first one was good enough for me to have it a treat, and then the second one is an even better treat in some ways, um, or different, I guess you could call it, like we always compare it to the aliens thing. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I just really like it. I think that if you guys haven't seen it, you should. Incur, I encourage you to at least see the first two. If if you've seen the first two and you've never seen part three and four, give it a whirl. I think I think you know some people might like these uh, more than maybe we do. I th- I definitely think three is worth a watch. I don't yeah. think I've seen a lot worse films than that, and this is pretty gory. I think it's the goriest in the franchise. I think so. I mean, it goes pretty balls deep in the gore on part three, even though it's got heavy tones of love and shit like that. But it, it's still fun. Four kind of meh. meh. Shit's the bed. Yeah, it's just average, unfortunately. Uh, obviously, Wame could do a lot of films. But yeah, guys, that's pretty much all we have this week for Record uh, 3, Genesis, and Record 4, Apocalypse. I uh, Hope you enjoyed that. We spent a lot of time researching on that. If you enjoyed the episode, please tell a friend. Us getting more listeners and more people involved just means a better community of people like yourself who enjoy this kind of thing and enjoy what we do. We appreciate you guys, so make sure you give us a rating or a review or whatever you can to help us out. We really do appreciate it. But uh, we'll be back next week with some two new movies. I'll try to let you guys know during the week what we're doing next. Other than that, guys, as always,
0: stay weird, monsters.